Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Hey, everybody, grab your Bibles and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 11. We're going to start in verse 1. I hope you will put up with a little more of my foolishness. Please bear with me, for I am jealous for you with the jealousy of God himself. I promised you as a pure bride to one husband, Christ. But I fear that somehow your pure and undivided devotion to Christ will be corrupted, just as Eve was deceived by the cunning ways of the serpent. You happily put up with whatever anyone tells you, even if they preach a different Jesus than the one we preached, or a different kind of spirit than the one you received, or a different kind of gospel than the one you believed. But I don't consider myself inferior in any way to these super-apostles who teach such things. I may be unskilled as a speaker, but I am not lacking in knowledge. We have made this clear to you in every possible way. Was I wrong when I humbled myself and honored you by preaching God's good news to you without expecting anything in return? I robbed other churches by accepting their contributions so I could serve you at no cost. And when I was with you and didn't have enough to live on, I did not become a financial burden to anyone. For the brothers who came from Macedonia brought me all that I needed. I have never been a burden to you, and I never will be. As surely as the truth of Christ is in me, no one in all of Greece will ever stop me from boasting about this. Why? Because I don't love you? God knows that I do. But I will continue doing what I have always done. This will undercut those who are looking for an opportunity to boast that their work is just like ours. These people are false apostles. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve. Paul really continues to clarify his intentions to the Corinthians, and he even does so in a way that points out who is truly the one that's at work trying to undermine the ministry that is taking place in the Corinthian church. And it should be no surprise to us here that it is, in fact, Satan. Satan is the one who is ultimately working through these false teachers, these teachers with bad motives. Just as Eve was deceived at the very beginning by the serpent, Satan is still about his work trying to undermine the work of God. Paul tends to clarify his intentions a lot, though, doesn't he? As we look at his ministry, as we look at the way that he's written in Romans and 1 Corinthians and even now in 2 Corinthians, we see that he is trying to make absolutely certain that the Corinthians know where he is coming from. He is trying to defend the church from whatever it is that they are facing. And when we get into next season, when we look at Galatians, you're really going to see this. Paul really goes to town on the church and the false teachers that they have been listening to. Clarifying his intentions and trying to make sure that they, people know where he's coming from, it's a little tricky to do, especially when you're writing a letter. And the only way, and really the best way to go about this, is by the way of repetition. You really want to draw an emphasis and attention to what it is that you're saying? Continue to say it over and over and over again. And this is what he's doing. Make sure that Jesus is the one that you are following, not anyone else or anything else. Make sure that it is Jesus. And I love the fact that he points out that these false teachers that are accusing him of not being qualified, of trying to undermine his ministry, are addressed by Paul as these quote-unquote super apostles, <laughs> whatever that means. You think that being an apostle is great? Oh yeah, well, we're a super apostle. Great. 
What a weird qualification. What a weird thing to try and put on a resume. And Paul's being rather sarcastic and poking fun at the fact that these people really think that they are superior to the work that God is doing in people's hearts. Paul stoops down, and calling them super apostles here, he stoops down to their level to silence this opposition. You want to go toe-to-toe? I'll show you the qualifications I have. And he guts into that, and we'll look at that especially in the next episode as we look at the end of what Paul writes in chapter 11. He is showing the Corinthians that he is even more qualified than the other leaders. Even though he's not a great speaker, the one who qualifies his work is Jesus Christ himself. His work is to preach Christ to them, and that is the work that he insists and will persist in doing. He doesn't preach about himself or what he's capable of. He suffers instead for the name of Jesus, not his own. All of the things, all of the trials that he is going to endure still in his life and the things that he has even gone through, we see all the way back in Acts 9 when Jesus goes to Ananias in his house and says, I am going to show this man what he will suffer for my name. And this is exactly what Paul undergoes. This is seen especially in Paul under... uh, This is seen especially when Paul forgoes financial support from the Corinthian church. I could have asked for extra support. I could have asked for help, but I didn't. This is a practice he is proud to be able to continue to uphold. He will never take advantage of fellow believers in order that the gospel may be proclaimed even more clearly. He's not in it for the money. He's not in it to get rich. He's not in it to have a comfortable life or to be a profound person uh, that's considered to be a leader within the church. He is in it because Jesus has called him to be an apostle. He boasts about this because it shows his focus as being on the gospel. He boasts about the fact that he's not in it for himself. And not pulling any punches, he calls out these false teachers at the same time for what it is that they are and what it is that they are doing. They are doing the work of Satan in seeking to undermine and destroy the body of Christ. And God sees this work that they are doing and they will be judged accordingly for what it is that they are doing. All of that coming back to where we are here today in the ministry that we do as we not only share our testimonies, but we live day to day as Christians. I think the challenge for us here is to make sure that our attitudes and mindset is on Jesus and not trying to elevate ourselves or wherever it is that we are. We are not people who are trying to build our own spiritual resume. We are people who are called to do the work of Jesus, and that is to proclaim the gospel. So all of that being said, what sort of things can we do to make sure that people see that our focus is on Jesus? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.